Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Backerkit and The Gadget Flow. Backerkit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined by Adam Kusksner, Creative Director at Solo Socks. Adam, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So Adam, I always love having repeat crowdfunding creators and entrepreneurs on the show because you guys bring a unique perspective uh, into the podcast and into the audience that we have. So let's talk about Solo Socks, the company, and now that you guys are on your third successful project on Kickstarter, kind of what's led to, you know, running the crowdfunding campaign and talk about your product a little. Actually, Alex and I, the co-founder, uh, my partner, Alexander, we used to be roommates. We lived together for about two years. And at some point we started, you know, just sharing our socks, our old, dirty, ugly black socks. And we decided that this is not functioning. We were just losing too many socks. So we came up with an idea of how you can avoid pairing your socks and wasting your socks every time you do your laundry. So we came up with solo socks. Since then, we realized that the best way forward, and you could say the the most possible way of actually funding your idea was through crowdfunding. And I guess one step took the other, and now we're on our third Kickstarter campaign, and we are so far still a fully crowdfunded startup company. Yeah, that's always amazing. So I'm rocking version one of the Solo Socks, and I love the uniqueness of it that one that you get, you know, an odd number. But me being OCD, I had to order two boxes of seven. So I had 14, which I think is also probably another good sales technique as well for those that are like that. But the fact that, you know, you have, you know, the the unique designs that you don't need to match any of the socks together because they all match automatically, which is cool and fun. Exactly. So you guys are on the third campaign now, and this campaign is all about the no-show socks, the solo socks. And you guys have, you know, I think over 1,600 backers and almost $100,000 raised so far for another pair of socks. And what was unique, I was looking through your community of backers, and it seems like London is your top city of backers. Any idea why London needs so many socks? (laughs) Yeah, um, it's fun that you point that out because we were very surprised as well. We did some market research in London uh, with socks and everything, and we found that there is just a growing trend because, like, w- with colorful socks in London, because usually that's where people they have a. I have to be careful with what I what I say, but a somewhat boring working atmosphere where they have to wear their suits to work and all this. And what I really like about making such colorful socks is that it's an accessory, just like a tie, where you can you get to stand out a little bit. And I think part of the reason why a lot of our backers are from London is because they get the chance to stand out 
in their work suit with with our colorful socks. Nice. So let's step back a little bit. When you guys were creating solo socks, what did that process look like? So I know it's it can be difficult for new startups, especially in textiles. But when you guys were going about, you know, deciding the features, the designs and all of that, picking a factory, threads, all of that, you know, as first timers, how did you guys go through that process and begin it? First of all, we started investigating where you could get great textile. And, and one of our number one priorities was that it had to be organic cotton because we didn't want to create a product that's like very cheap and not good for the environment. So, so, so we started to investigate where we could source locally organic cotton. Now, the two greatest producers of organic cotton in Europe are Portugal and Turkey. And after doing some market research, we went to Turkey and we visited a few factories and we found a factory that was really nice and we had our socks produced there. And they uh, completely um, cheated us with some stuff. So we decided to pick another producer. So now we have a very good manufacturer that we're very satisfied with. But again, as you said, in textile, it's really, it can be very difficult because we have a huge minimum order quantity. And especially for our socks, because we make seven socks at a time, but you can only have a sock manufacturer to produce in pairs. So when we come down to Turkey and we say we would like seven different socks, all different design to mix and match in this many packages. And, you know, they just, they go crazy. (laughs) So our minimum order quantity is very high and therefore we need big amounts of funding. And that's where Kickstarter is really helpful for us. So outside of the odd amount of socks being manufactured, what have been some of the other bigger challenges that you've encountered when designing the product? Doing socks in organic comb cotton can also be a big challenge because the reason why, of course, the, the, the other sock producers are not using organic cotton is because it's just harder to, to quality assure the product. So for us, it has been a long process where we have been quality assuring lots of socks and we have had some shipments of socks that we just simply didn't send out to any baggers because it was too lousy of a product. So the quality assurance process is is a big hassle, but I would say now after we have been producing socks for three years, we have gotten to a point where we're finally satisfied with, with the quality of our product. So now that you guys are on your third campaign, let's jump back way, way, way in the beginning, three years ago. And, you know, when we first started working together with you guys, you know, in terms of your first crowdfunding campaign and then to this one now, how long have you spent, you know, in terms of preparation now for upcoming campaigns and what have you changed from the first campaign to the last? Well, so from the first campaign, we had a very transparent startup vibe. Like it was ourselves. We were standing there and did the classic, I, we're, this is our names and, and, and this is our product and all this sort of stuff. But we wanted to have the product more in focus. We wanted to have the socks more in focus. So we're putting the product more in focus and we're using more time on, on preparation. And furthermore, we're also bringing more people in for the, for the preparation of the campaign. I would say the first campaign we used maybe one to one and a half months on preparing it. But now we know about what needs to be done and and we're pretty experienced at this point. So we're using at least two months intense work on preparing a campaign and bringing in more people also gets, we get different perspectives on 
what we can do and where we can improve. And that has helped a lot. So you guys hit your campaign goal on the no-shows in just 16 hours. What do you think was responsible for the great success there? Partly, it was our super early birds. We had 100 super early birds where you could save 40% from the original price that we will be selling it on afterwards. Um, so that gave us 100 baggers in just a few hours. I would say we did a lot of ad spend the first three days. I think definitely that was also part of the reason why we got funded so fast. And then thirdly, I would say... We just did a lot of preparation in terms of social media and just spreading the word, doing some email blasts. And of course, our old backers from our previous campaigns were also there to help us. Absolutely. So you guys have gotten some great press coverage outlets like GQ, Wired, Forbes, just naming a few. I mean, any tips for the other entrepreneurs and startups out there looking to get some great press coverage like you guys have secured? Yeah, well, I guess it's really about uh, trying to have a unique product that you can have it, have in focus. Find out the the most important USP or the most specific or unique USP of your product. Because at least what we have learned is that our product has a lot of different features and it's a great product and it's made of organic cotton. But really what you should focus on when you're contacting someone through network or just uh, cold calling a journalist or whatever, it's about focusing on the one unique selling point you want to bring out in the story. And something that most people can relate to you can say our product we're pretty lucky to have a product that most people can relate to about missing socks so i would say stay focused on one usp instead of trying to brand everything about your product i think i heard a joke the other day and i might butcher it but for every sock that goes missing a new piece of tupperware is found yeah exactly another tupperware lid is found So, you know, given that you guys are vets at Kickstarter, I'd love to hear your advice on the biggest thing that you guys have learned throughout the process of launching multiple campaigns. That's a really good question, Roy. I wish I I had one great answer for that, but um, I think I have several. We found out how important it is to have a good campaign, to have a good video and to have something that catches the eye right away because we have increasingly been using more resources on branding ourselves on social media and running ads with different marketing partners. And in general, like our and your own responsibility, what you can do the most of is to make sure that you have a good conversion rate. So it's about having a campaign that catches the eye right away and explains the message very clearly in a very simple manner. Second of all, it's also about knowing your audience, like really investigate the Kickstarter community. For instance, that Kickstarter is, what is it, 72% men that are users on Kickstarter. That's very important for us. We make a unisex product, but we have to keep in mind that most of our baggers are actually males. And I guess the biggest thing that we learned is the preparation is everything. Getting the big blast right away, making sure that you will get funded as fast as possible, and then afterwards you can play around. But it's just really important that you do all the preparation until launch, because as soon as you launch, launched, you only have between, yeah, I guess, you know, 30 and 60 days, whatever you choose. Absolutely. So earlier you talked about a lot of your backers in your community coming back. Talk a little bit about your experience with the community that you've built so far and how you've been managing their feedback into new product creation. Mm hmm. Yeah. First of all, it's really wonderful to have so many baggers that are engaged in your product. It really makes you feel good. When we're, like our 
customers on the website are also our loyal customers, but the Kickstarter community just has something else. It's, it's, it's really nice to see. So we listen to them and often they have a lot of great feedback and a lot of good ideas. For instance, just recently, just now, actually, we did a tote bag as a stretch goal. I'm thinking it was three days ago. And we got a little bit of a bad feedback from that because people apparently, they were a bit disappointed with the stretch goal. So now we have to really sat down and we have brainstormed and worked all day on creating a new, better stretch goal that, that those baggers will hopefully be, be more satisfied with. Some people take for granted the importance of baggers because it's, it's really about creating a community and having them come back if you're planning on doing more campaigns. That's something that has been very important to us. Absolutely. So what's been the biggest surprise of this Kickstarter campaign, Adam? The biggest surprise of this Kickstarter campaign? Hmm, I would probably say how fast we got funded. I would say, you know, we, we do all we can in terms of pre- preparation up until the launch date. We're always a bit conservative with how, how fast we will get funded. But this was really ex- extraordinary. And we, we didn't count on being funded that fast. And also the conversion rates on the ads we've been running and everything. I, I think that was, that was probably the biggest surprise, which is a very nice surprise, <laughs> I would say. Always. So I'm really interested to hear where you guys are headed next after this campaign. As I said before, we're, we're so far we're, we're a fully, fully crowdfunded company and we, that's our vision. We would like to be the, the first Danish fully crowdfunded company. So we're hoping on expanding our sock collection to something more tech related in within socks. I can, without saying too much, we have been considering doing some socks with even more features, like special features, not just the, like not just selling them on the design, but actually selling them on on the material. You know, there are a lot of uh, Odalis and, and SilverTech solutions out there, but our goal is to create a product that haven't been seen before, and that's a new innovative solution to socks. Furthermore, we also have in the pipeline of maybe expanding from something else than socks, but uh, that's in the future. Well, I'm really excited to see where you guys are going. So are we. <laughs> All right, Adam. Well, this is going to get us into our launch round where I'm going to rapid fire a handful of questions at you. You ready to go? Yeah. So what inspired you to become an entrepreneur? Being my own boss. So if you could grab a beer with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? What's his name? Virgin guy. Richard. Thank you. Sir Richard Branson. So what would be your first question for him? It would be... How many times have you thought of giving up? What's your favorite solo sock design? The Vena style, the blue one. What's your favorite pair of shoes to wear with them? Sneakers. <laughs> uh, favorite book? What is it called? Yuval Nora Haradi, uh, Sabians. Nice. Yeah, that's definitely a good read. All right, Adam, yeah. last question. What does the future of crowdfunding look like? The future of crowdfunding is just beginning, I think, and I hope. In the States, it's really big. It, I'm assuming, I mean, I, it's it, the Kickstarter and, and, and crowdfunding in general is, is very, it's biggest in the States, but in Europe, it's still growing. And I still meet a lot of entrepreneurs that don't know about Kickstarter and that don't know that they can get their product crowdfunded. Actually, Alex and I, we have considered doing crowdfunding consultants because there is just too little knowledge about it in, in Europe. And I think, and I hope it's going to grow to become more. Well, Adam, this has been awesome. This is your opportunity to give our audience your pitch. Tell them what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should check you out. Awesome. Great. I will. So my name is Adam, and 
Together with Alex, my good friend, we have created Solo Socks. Solo Socks is a pack of seven single socks that are designed to mix and match. So the colors are the same, the patterns are the same, but the colors are placed differently on the socks. That way you don't have to pair your socks, you don't have to waste your socks whenever you get a hole in your socks, you don't need to worry about your socks anymore. Just grab two socks from the box and you will have a pair that matches. So you can check us out on solosocks.dk or you can go to our current Kickstarter campaign that's called Solo Socks No Shows, the world's best summer socks. Awesome. Audience, thank you for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all the notes, transcript, links to the campaign, and everything else we talked about today. And thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and BackerKit. And of course, if you love this episode, make sure to leave us a positive review on iTunes. Adam, thank you so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. Thank you very much for having me, Roar. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it, and of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week.